Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with your host, Gary Darby. Around fakes left, goes right himself, he's in the end zone, touchdown, Ole Miss. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard. Be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here we are again on a Monday night, getting ready to talk to you about Ole Miss Athletics. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in with you. It is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. So let me tell you what's on tap for tonight. We're going to discuss some football coming up with our friend Harry Harrison. He'll be up in the next segment. We haven't caught up with Harry in quite some time, so we'll do that. And then Jake Thompson's making another appearance from the Ole Miss spirit in a little combo world and get a little bit of everything out of there. Chuck, Gordon, hello, guys. How's it going? I think well, I'm good. I think it's smart to have a all-football show because I sure don't want to talk about <laughs> baseball. No. My gosh, this team, I, I, they've lost every, They've lost their confidence. They've lost their swagger. I don't know, man. This this team has got to find something quick. Quick. I agree. I agree. And it's it's difficult, you know, when you when you think about baseball, right? And Mike was on earlier with with Richard and the guys and was discussing playing better and and doing the things better to win games and the difficulty and and the difference in in winning and losing games and and what it's like. I want to play something for you. I actually had this chopped up for my Saturday baseball show. It's just a little nine-second blip after Friday's game, and it kind of sums things up right now. You know, another you know disappointing day where you know we don't we don't field it, we don't pitch it, and uh, you know we we don't hit it, and you know we we're getting to have too many of those days. You don't field it, hit it, and pitch it. You know, it's over. They're not winning a lot of games, right? No, no. You got to do at least two of those three yeah. pretty well somewhere along the way. And then hope that you get that Saturday where you do score ten. Well, we've always known, we've always known from the first that pitching was a question mark. Uh, the weekend starters, uh, you know, the the youth on the on the pitching staff, but we we thought we had the best offense in the nation, and, and certainly didn't expect this kind of fielding. So, I mean, we thought we did have two out of the three elements. Absolutely. But you're fielding it at 964, which is bad. Bad. And you're m- messing up plays at the critical times. And then hitting right now, I mean, overall, is 280 with all this group that you had coming back from last year. Now, Graham being out has cost you a little bit. He gets back, but rusty, whatever. And then baseball is a game that happens like this. He hits one into the right center field gap that was carrying out for everybody else. It comes up just to the wall. Their guy makes an unbelievable catch. Uh, if he doesn't make the catch and it's off the wall, he's got extra bases. Alderman gets a hit, and you win that game. The problem is you'd already given up 10 runs yeah. in that game. Yeah. And so there was a little, you know, the error that happened and some plays on, on Friday night where you're up 2-1 to one and a little bloop to center. You don't make a play, and then you're down 3-2, to two and then it goes from there. 
And what is it seems to me, Chuck, has happened in this game, uh, it can treat you bad in a lot of ways, and it's treating Ole Miss bad in every way. Yeah, but right let now. me let me let me say this, and I agree with you a hundred percent. But you know, and I know that every sport has an element, a big element of confidence, yes, swagger, mm. belief. This team doesn't have any of that. Tennessee walked in with that, and took a lot of that, I think, away from this baseball Maybe team. Maybe so. I think it, it shocked them a little bit about there was that good of a team out there, um, and and they took those lumps like that. No way, though, that Alabama should have come in here and swept never. Ole Miss. I agree with no you. No way. I agree but with you. But, you know, you bring the point about Tennessee. After Tennessee beat Ole Miss like that, then they went into a slump, that being the Rebels. But – they went and beat Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt hasn't been the same since after they swept yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, look, so but Tennessee's twelve and zero in the league. league. <laughs> you know, they're twelve and zero in the league. The problem is, there's enough returning people on the Ole Miss baseball team. It shouldn't matter. And, and they're so experienced. Why would That's they it. let one That's series it. ruin their whole right. season? You can't let one. Ruin That's what, what I'm saying. Yet. That's what I'm saying. It's it's mental now, and they've got to snap out of. It. No, they're four and two on the road in the SEC, and zero and six at home. Right, ridiculous, and 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 therein lies the other confusion of what it is. Now you're staring at four and eight in the conference, tie with Mississippi State. You're at the bottom of the West, uh, and then you're looking at Kentucky, who you've already beaten two out of three. Is four and eight on the other side. Mizzou's coming up on the schedule. South Carolina's four and eight in the league. They've got to go win twice this weekend. Yeah, in Columbia. In Columbia. Yeah, and I, I you know, I, I hate to say this, but. Unless some things change in four days, it's not going to happen. They do get an 11 a.m. Murray State tomorrow to get back out on the field and to do some things, and then boom, it's Thursday, I, I, but, Friday, but look, Saturday in Columbia. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I don't want to say fed up, but I'm tired of beating these teams like Murray State right. 16 to two, yeah. and then laying eggs on the yeah. weekend. This team is better than that. And I think they know that. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, they're better they than that. Yeah, I. Uh, they got to convince that. themselves they're better than that. Starting Thursday night in Columbia, South no Carolina. All right, we've got Harry Harrison on the other side. All football with the All American defensive back when we return on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. 
equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. This portion of our show is brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving us since 1929. 54 locations, six different states. There's no reason you cannot find a Gateway Tire near you. They go the distance. For all of us. It's Gary, it's Chuck, it's Gordon, and it's our friend Harry Harrison. Harry, we haven't spoken in a while. How's life treating you, my man? Man, I'll just be glad when wintertime is over. Here it is in the middle of April. It's still cold. I want some more weather. <laughs> Tell me about it, brother. I mean, I just went to Destin, played in the two-day golf tournament, and froze to death. 40-mile-an-hour winds and 65 degrees, 63-degree temperatures. And I'm like, man, alive. I've had enough. They had the same thing in Augusta this week, uh, a couple of days. It was wearing sweaters and, and, and neck warmers. Yeah. That's I, I can certainly relate to that, for sure. So what's happening with you, my friend? Have you been to many football practices, uh, in, in the spring practices? I did. I have. Week week before, I went to all three and saw the scrimmage on Saturday. This past week, I didn't. I, obviously, I was gone, so I was not there on Thursday and Friday. Saw some of Tuesday. Uh, like what I see, uh, I think the guys that we recruited to come in here and plug and, and play, uh, we've got some good ones. I think the tight end position with Trigg and Casey Kelly is going to be a really elite position. I think those guys are doing very well. Quarterback battle is certainly a battle. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a casual observer, but I like uh, Luke Altmeyer so far, I think, because of, you know, he maybe had uh, another year in the system that he's uh, – Probably a little bit of a leg up on Dart, but uh, that's why I think this thing will go deep into into camp come the come the fall. Harry, uh, I know you're a defensive guy, and I know you know defense and you watch defense. I've been I was I've only been to three scrimmages, but I'm really impressed with the multiple looks and the aggression and the number of people that Chris Partridge is playing on defense. It's it's a lot more aggressive type. Uh, downhill defense than what I saw out of DJ Durkin. Well, and I think Chuck, after the ten, after the Arkansas game last year, we got we got to that point, and some of that was uh, Springer being injured, and some of it was just I don't know if we were kind of holding back, waiting on the Tennessee trip. Uh, you know, I never got a straight answer on any of that, but uh, we were definitely more aggressive the, the last half than we were the first half, and it, it showed yeah. obviously. With, yeah, with I agree with that. But yeah, but I, but I do like exactly what you said. I mean, we brought in the new corners coach, a new linebackers coach, uh, uh, 
So, you know, maybe even a, 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 a nickelback coach. I can't keep them all straight, but I know we brought those two guys in. But, yes, I like what I see. We've got, and Chuck, that happens when you got the right kind of guys and you got the, the, a, a number of uh, players that you can plug in there and go with it. That's, that helps. I mean, I, defensive linemen really only need about 45, 50 snaps a game. Some of our guys were getting 80 and 90, and, you know, you know, you just can't be as nearly as good in the fourth quarter if you have to be out there that many plays. So now we've got, we've got guys across the board that can all play. I mean, you know, we could go through all these names, of course, but, you know, just, you know, and, and the local kid, 89, uh, Pegues, Pegues. come in here, play yeah. middle, middle guard, and he's really been active. Uh, you know, we got uh, 55. We've got, uh, you know, I got to look at all these names again. I hadn't called any of them in, in such in such a KD KD Hill, KD Hill, absolutely. Uh, at, the, at the so you got two guys right there that can play. You got on the outside. Obviously, you hadn't seen a, you hadn't seen a lot of, of big number 95. He's been still nursing that uh, defensive that deep, Tavius Robinson. He's been nursing that knee injury. Uh, but once Harry, you get, let me inter- uh, let me interrupt you there. He he got a little more action Saturday. He was still in a black jersey, but he he played in the scrimmage and he had one sack and one pressure. So he he's a he's a player. Well, Chuck, you know he got here what two years ago now and uh, got that extra year with COVID. He looks like a totally different guy. He's grown any taller, but he's gotten thicker and he he just looks like a defensive lineman. It's what a really good looking defensive lineman in the SEC would look like. So, uh, you know, and then you throw in Jamon Gordon and you throw in Iton and, you know, and you throw in 33, who's Cedric Johnson, who's a great uh, rusher. I mean, the guy that I miss, and I understand he did get to play some uh, on Saturday that I haven't seen out there yet. I guess he's been nursing injuries. Brandon Mack, number nine. Uh, you know, so I just like what I've seen. Middle backers, I mean, they brought in the Brown kid, number eight, but, I mean, you've got Ashanti Sistrunk back. You've got the Juco kid and – in uh, number 35, Reginald Hughes. Uh, we've just got some weapons over there. I think this defense is going to be pretty darn good. And, you know, obviously, regardless of who wins that quarterback battle, we're going to have a little bit of fall off to begin with. After, after, after watching number two for the last two years, obviously, uh, Matt Corral lit it up and put up some fantastic numbers. Was is a, is a great player. Was a great player for us. But you know, while we're while we're waiting on that guy to step forward and make it happen, then we got to have some guys around him. But we got to play good defense. And of course, I did leave out number fifteen who transferred in here from uh, Georgia Tech, Jared Ivy. He looks the part too at six five and about two seventy five. So we got a lot of weapons on that defensive front, Chuck. I think you're going to be real pleased. Yeah, I do too. I'm I'm anxious to see more of Troy Brown. He's been nursing, I think, a hamstring, and and hadn't played in any contact that I've seen in three scrimmages. But um, he looks the part physically. So we'll we'll see if he can play. Yeah, and here's a guy that hadn't been out there at all, and someone said he had all season surgery. Is Austin Keys right? Big number eleven, who who really could be that X factor that we hadn't seen at all. But uh, he obviously will be ready come fall camp. Uh, and I keep asking about him. They say, man, he, he's got a great future. I, you know, I just didn't know because he, he played sparingly last fall and then he got injured apparently sometime last fall and had surgery. So don't know exactly what his status is, but I know I hadn't seen him unless you saw him Saturday. No, no, he's, he's, still, he's still nursing that knee. Uh, one that was on the first defense, though, that I was – Surprised so quickly uh, was TCU transfer Kari Coleman was 
opposite yep. of uh, of Sistrunk as the two linebackers, and he's got some athletic ability. He's a little light, but he's he can run. Well, he can. You're going to play him on that weak side, or you might wind up having him out there at that outside safety position like we had Springer. But, yes, he's a player, no doubt about it. So we got some guys. Anytime you can run and, and on defense, you've got those guys up front that can put pressure on the quarterback. It makes the secondary so much better. And we got some veterans back there. I mean, we haven't talked much about those guys, but, you know, you got, uh, we, we can start here on the front page with, with, uh, DeAndre Prince, obviously at, uh, at a corner. And then, uh, gosh, where would you go from there? Probably I would go to Miles Battle, number six on the other side. So those are two guys that played a ton of snaps last year. And, you know, then we've got AJ Kenley. We've got, uh, uh, gosh, uh, let me, let me pull these guys up, but we won't go through all of them, but, Secondary is going to be in good shape. I mean, I think this this unit is rounded in, into whether we play a three man front, whether we play a four man front, whatever we we call on. Uh, we, we got a good scheme, and we got some players now to fill in and make it work. Yeah, and Otis Reese hadn't even played yet. I mean, he's no, he's that's been right. injured, and you know he's a veteran. Go ahead, Gordon. yeah, that's right. Harry Gordon Ford here. You know they lost their entire running back group, most of it. Uh, they're coming back. Zach Evans, Control Bullock. Uh, Judkins and Ulysses Bentley. What did you think about them and, you know, your impression? Because, I mean, they're having to replace most of those guys. You know, this would be a pretty bold statement to say that we may not miss that room too much, even though we've had some weapons there. But we've got a lot of talent in that room still. Obviously, we do. I I think you're going to see Kentrell Bullock, who's really been waiting his turn now for two years behind those three guys, uh, is a a real weapon. And, of course, you know, Zach Evans is, is probably as good as advertised. But the guy that I've been really impressed with is a true freshman, Quinchon Juckins, uh, you know, 5'11". Yeah, I heard he's playing uh, well. Doing very well, very quick. And, of course, the, the, the young man that came out of uh, SMU uh, is playing very well. But, once again, it's going to be hard <laughs> to get a lot of snaps because there's a lot of talent in that room. The, the, one, the one area that I'm still looking for, the go-to guy, and, of course, uh, Jonathan Mingo has been – been out most of the time with that banged up foot. He hurt it, I think, in the first scrimmage. I, I gave I gave him the first week off. I, I didn't watch the first three practices because I wanted to get their feet wet. And, and so then I saw all the second week, and and, and uh, uh, Jonathan Mingo was missing in action, and I guess he still is. But we got to find some guys there go to. And then Jalen Knox, who came in last year in red shirt, has got the speed and quickness. Apparently, he's nursing an injury. Hadn't seen a lot of him, Chuck, unless you saw him Saturday. Nope. Didn't play. Yeah. Okay. So still, you know, you know, the the jury's still out on him. Uh, had Mingo, had, Mingo, Watkins, and Knox were all out Saturday. Okay, and that that potentially is your starting three. Dennis Jackson, number five. I think you know, obviously, he's a kid that can take the lid off the secondary. He's a guy that we've got to have step up. Saw some flashes of that last fall, but he's a guy that's got to step up and really be. Uh, a go-to guy, whether you go along with him or we bring him across the middle. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a guy a number that you keep an eye on. I don't know how he did this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, a guy named I don't know if you pronounce it Rafe Vincent, but anyways, a young yeah. man out of Madison Regional Academy, number 36. The day I was there, made 30 all seconds, Harry. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you, buddy. All right, bud. See y'all. Appreciate you, Harry. All right, coming back, your text messages and more at 662-426-1093. Get them to us. We'll talk next.
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color t-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Do you know what it's like to get bullied by a powerful insurance company? I do too. The difference between me and you is I do this for a living and I know how to fight back and win. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson and at my law office we fight back against powerful insurance companies trying to take advantage of our clients all the time and we know what it takes to win. After a car or truck wreck, call your local injury lawyers at Roberts Wilson PA 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Dupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Time to move into text messages and then get your injury report coming up in this portion of the show. Back again with our guys Chuck and Gordon. I'm Gary. As we look at the text messages presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw, it looks like this. Uh, Regarding the baseball team, what's happened to the defense? How many games this year have we committed only one error or less? Walt sent that in. And while Chuck and Gordon were handling the football segment with Harry, I did a little research. And the answer is, all right, Ole Miss has played 31 games. 22 times they've had only one error or none, which seems reasonable. Yes. Two of them, they've had a two-error game. Six times they've had three. And the opener, they had four. Um, but that was against Charleston Southern. They were able to come over that, right? Yeah. So it's a 964 uh, fielding percentage, and I think the issue is, and then when you're looking at some of those one-error games, the opponent's just taking advantage of that one that you've had. And then when you pile on the others um, with the walks and stuff that, that come in there, that's giving you the 964, and, and the problem is, to me comes in to a couple of spots and and that is you know at third base where you're looking at Burford with a, a fielding percentage in the 700s and you've got uh, 800 a little over 800 and then Alderman although he can hit it has the 769 and he's an outfielder and so it's just uh, they compound those errors but two two error games six three error games and the opener which they had four 22 times one or less you know, and I'm going to tell you something that's amazing, has been amazing to me always about college baseball, Gary, 
errors and walks lead to more runs in college ball than on any level, I believe. And if it's a leadoff walk, yeah, he oh, he's going to score an unbelievable amount of time. <laughs> and that and that blows my mind because that I, I don't think that rings true on any level except college. <laughs> but it definitely does. It definitely will come back to get you. So those waltz uh, would be the numbers on the errors. One other text message is to get to, um, and they would like to discuss the quarterback situation, if you don't mind. Well, I'm like Harry. I think right now that uh, Luke Altmaier has got the upper hand, uh, not by a great deal, but enough that if if they were going to play tomorrow, I think Luke Altmaier would be the starter. Uh, he takes care of the ball. He's got a really strong arm. He sees the whole field. Jackson's had a little trouble. Dart has had a little trouble uh, trying to force some things into some, into some windows that weren't there. He's had several interceptions in the in the game in the scrimmages I've seen. Um, and and Luke just has been a little smarter with the ball. And and I think Luke has a little stronger arm than, than Jackson. Jackson's got a good arm, but uh, Luke's Luke's arm is as good as I've seen. I haven't been able to attend because of baseball and different things. What's attendance been like for the fans and for the oh, people able to come Two or three hundred people out there every every Saturday. But you know what, Chuck? You talk about Altmar. I mean, he was a four-star recruit. I mean, Ole Miss had to battle Florida State when that was kind of a big deal to go to Florida State to get him. And you know, he should be good. And Altmaier and him are about the same ranked recruiting-wise. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Altmaier. To me, I'm like you. I mean, he's he knows how to control the ball. He knows the offense. And uh, every time I read something, Dart's throwing a bunch of interceptions. I won't see him until the following Saturday, but that's what I'm hearing as well. Well, you know, and part of this could be in Jackson Dart's defense. He may not know the system as well as as well as Altmaier. But but right now, if you, if you told me, hey, we're playing tomorrow, there's no doubt in my mind number seven would be the starter. Those are the text messages we want to get to tonight. Thank you to Cannon Clearing McGraw. You can check out their website, ccmoxford.com, for homes as well as lots, lands, and condos for sale in Oxford. Now, the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Well, you know, we don't have access to an injury report really in football, but these are the ones that I've jotted down at the last scrimmage. Uh, linebacker Austin Keys is out, wide receiver Jonathan Mingo is out. Uh, linebacker Troy Brown is very limited, no contact. Safety Otis Reese is very limited, no contact. And then this past Saturday, I did not see Jalen Knox. I did not see Jordan Watkins, two wide receivers. And I did not see either tight end, Trigg or Kelly. Um, as far as linemen are concerned, everybody seems to be healthy, but, uh, the, the, those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys are right now. They're they're not practicing unless somebody's come back come back tomorrow. Plus, you also hear Ty Fagan. He just recovered from. I mean, just got a knee injury that he's trying to recover from too, injury wise. So for basketball, I talked to Kermit on the way here, mm-hmm. and he said he's you know moving along. Boy, that's the last thing this team needs is <laughs> more no. more injuries. Whew. Wonder how Ruffin's coming along. Uh, I heard he's going doing real well, according to what you know. I talked yeah. to Kermit on the way here. You know, of course, I don't think um, 
Uh, I think he'll be be ready to go. Good. I don't think the, Joyner will be back. I think you know those two guys, Morrell and Ruffin, will beat him out. So I think he, he's going to decide to go pro or something like that or whatever he's doing. So Max Chofi could be back for 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 the baseball. Um, it looks like to add an arm in the bullpen. But Kevin then, Graham's back. He's coming back from an arm injury. So yeah. you know, Calvin Harris is back. Yep. Yeah, so, so those are a little better situations yeah. there. Well. I'm going to tell you, I hope Chofi's a miracle man because, <laughs> man, we need, a, we need a, somebody we can put in there and get some outs. Ooh. Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine with this look into uh, the injury report. Still to go, Jake Thompson's going to be with us from the Ole Miss Spirit. We'll get a, a few things with him, including I'm going to get him to touch quickly uh, on Shakira Austin from the Ole Miss women's basketball team who was just drafted third overall in the WNBA draft. He covered the women's basketball team. We'll let him touch on that, and then we'll bounce some football questions because I assume he's been at football practice and things uh, and covering and doing this stuff with the Ole Miss spirit as well. Plus, uh, we'll have that discussion with him and more uh, as that comes along throughout the day. And uh, we want to thank Harry for being on with us and doing those kinds of things as well. You can still text if you want. 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. We'll still try and answer some of those along the rest of the show as well if you're hanging out with us here on the Monday night. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon and Rhino back in the studio, making sure that we are sent to all of the Super Talk stations and in Sports 56 working out of Memphis. Coming back with Jake Thompson on the other side is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury, leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. And this portion of the show, and for the first time, we welcome in Roberts Wilson, PA, injury lawyer, as part of the Rebel Yell Hotline. You can uh, contact Roberts and his crew. At 662-533-9111, Roberts Wilson, PA, local injury lawyers, we get justice. If you're hurt in an accident, not your fault, they could help you out in many ways. Roberts Wilson, PA. Jay Thompson's on the phone with us. We'll bring him in, and, and then we'll let you get into the football world and different things as well. I know you're about to write up a story to put on the Ole Miss spirit around the WNBA draft, but give us your take into things on Shakira Austin going third overall to the Washington Mystics. Yeah, it's uh, she's she's going home as it were. She'll be playing about an hour from her home in Virginia. Uh, you know, it was kind of uh, the WNBA is even more chalked than sometimes the the NFL and, and NBA drafts, especially in the top three. And they all three went the, the way they were, you know, picked to go. And Shakira, you know, seemed to be you know the happiest. It seems she was thrilled, and I think uh, I think the Mystics got a good one. But you know, we we knew this was coming. She's been the, the crown jewel of of the Coach Yo era, and, and this is why, uh, you know, Coach Yo needed her to come to Ole Miss to show that she could not only recruit but also still get you ready for the pros, and I'm, I'm excited for Shakira. Coach Yo's got to do some recruiting now to replace the ones, ones she's lost, that's, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, no, uh, they, she's lost some that she knew she'd lose, and I think some others that have hit or are planning to kind of test the portal water. So, you know, that's kind of – that's. The, the transfer portal world we're in for every sport. Once you kind of get in on that, like she did with two players this year in, in Moncton Baker, you're going to kind of get dependent on that if you don't hit it well in the high school recruiting. So that, that's kind of where she's in right now. Before we get going with Jake Good uh, on football, I forgot one one other injury, Gary uh, Gordon, is Ashim Young, safety from Iowa State. He's out with a broken jaw, and he, he'll miss all that's the spring. Painful. Um 
Jake, give me give us just some general thoughts of what you've been to three scrimmages, just like I have. Some general thoughts on what you think of this football team. Uh, from Saturday, uh, just from being down there on the sideline and, and seeing, you know, we've heard about the the new kind of attitude and the aggressiveness from a lot of the defensive guys with, with Parchers kind of taking the main reins of play calling and the scheming and stuff. But Saturday was, to me at least, and Chuck, you can maybe confirm this from this you know stands viewpoint, but. Saturday was the most high-speed and aggressive I think I've actually seen the defense with my own eyes. They were all over that ball throughout the couple hours I watched that scrimmage. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And I I think a lot of it has to do with uh, the the multiple looks. I think Partridge is really mixing it up good and confusing a, a makeshift, I mean, a revamped offensive line right now. Uh, that really hadn't meshed and molded yet, but uh, he's attacking from every angle, and I, I like seeing that. And you know, big plays begets uh, enthusiasm and energy and intensity, and that's what you're seeing out there right now. Yeah, it was. Uh, it felt like we were watching kind of a winner gets to eat pizza, loser has to watch him kind of thing. I mean, both sides of the ball were were energetic. Almost the entire defense would, would run onto the field after an interception or, or a good tackle for a loss or a breakup. And uh, you know, I don't know if it was kind of a chuckle to the, the offensive line still gelling, even though they're experienced, but in new places and learning, you know, new schemes on the other side of the ball to block. But that defensive line, especially Cedric Johnson, he got into the backfield. A lot early on when it, when the ones were out there, and you know the, that offensive line had a lot of trouble with the, with the front defense, and sometimes in that secondary or the second level with the linebackers. Yeah, uh, somebody that I saw burst through a couple of times that I was glad to see his speed and his penetration was uh, JJ Pegues from Oxford. Uh, I think he's coming into his own here and learning what our defensive line coach wants him to do and. I think he'll just continue to get better and better. Yeah, I was impressed with what they used him in two weeks, I guess the second practice before this past Saturday, and then he seems to have just a week later has kind of grasped and taken on what they've given. Of course, he's now three weeks into this this playbook and, and kind of getting those reps, but they, they, I know they're all high on him at nose tackle, and, and it, you know they're using him as kind of a utility guy, at least in spring, learning different positions. But I, I like what I've seen uh, just right up there, nose-to-nose with the center so far. Defensively, um, the scoring. I'm sorry. Uh, defensively, that first team defense is looking pretty good. I mean, what were your observations with them? They had a bunch of new guys in there and some old guys, and you know, Chris Kiss Kiss Trunk. I'm sorry. I hope I'm saying that right. Supposedly you had a good day, and tell me about it. Uh, yeah, Kiss Trunk had one of the couple of interceptions that uh, that I saw. You know, just another one of those dart. You know, he's going to, it just may be his personality because I've seen it a couple weeks in a row now of just kind of forcing the ball into, into a hole or into coverage. But, uh, Sistrunk had, had a good interception on read on a ball and he didn't do much, but he did more than I, I kind of saw the week before. And that was Tavius Robinson. And, and he's just a massive presence on the end. I know he's dressed in a black jersey, didn't do much, but he did get some reps with the ones, which just adds to that defensive front that they're trying to, to mold and get depth on with him on one end and, and maybe Cedric on the other or alternating in. But those have impressed me. And Ivy, Jared Ivy, a new guy, uh, he's getting a lot of reps, uh, kind of especially with the ones and with the twos. But uh, they're high on him as you know as well as Pegues, as we mentioned. But the defensive front, at least three weeks into facing their own teammates and, and the same kind of offensive plays, 
they're they're doing well, and I like what I've seen out of that defensive line for sure. Yeah, and I think Jamon Gordon is is adding a change of pace behind Cedric Johnson. He's a bigger guy that I think they're going to put in there against the run a lot. And uh, Brandon Mack is another edge rusher that's doing a pretty good job. He's been injured, but I think he's coming into his own a little bit. And two weeks ago, I saw uh, Jacavian Brown do some good things. I didn't see him this past week, though. Uh, so I don't know if he's injured or just been demoted or what for this week. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with him. Linebackering, um, linebacking core. I'm anxious to see uh, Austin Keys and and Troy Brown added to this group. But Sistrunk's had a really good spring, from what I can tell, and it looks like Kari Coleman, the transfer from TCU, is catching on really quickly. Reginald Hughes is doing some good things as well. Uh, yeah, no, uh, and Coleman's one of those who we just kind of got told on day one of practice about less than a month ago was, was here and good to go for the spring practice, and he is, he seems to have taken quickly to that to that playbook and, they, you know, studying hard. And But, you know, I, I, I'm ready, I and mean, I know we we got to wait for them to be cleared and injury-wise and all that, but I'm ready to see the full linebacking core and, and what Troy Brown can add and some of these other guys. But while they're out, uh, Coleman and 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 others have stepped up and and kind of been a good stopgap between the secondary and the defensive line. Uh, the receivers the other day, what did you think about them? I know they had, they had about three out there that played some: Vincent, Braylon Brown, and Dennis Jackson. I mean, I know they had some guys out. What were your thoughts on them? You know, I I haven't seen too much yet in terms of breakaway plays or anything like that. They're they're uh, they're the ones that we've gotten to see, like you said, Mingo, he's still been out, and just kind of wearing that black jersey and, and maybe doing some individual stuff, but not really been in the in the scrimmages. So you lose that kind of veteran presence, at least in the spring. But I, I've liked what I've seen out of Dennis Jackson, Jordan Watkins, a, a guy from Louisville to transfer. He is impressed and still continues to be a uh, a favorite uh, of Altmyers for sure. And Dart has kind of gone to him as well, at least this past couple weeks. But uh, you know, the I think that's going to be a question mark just in terms of how healthy they can be and just how they can kind of kind of make plays. If the quarterbacks are going to keep checking down and do those short passes, they're going to have to find some speed and break away in separation to kind of make some plays. But you know, yards after the catch, which is not really something we've seen a lot of yet so far three weeks in. I saw some signs of of JJ uh, Henry, the young slot receiver he's kind of small but he's got some good quickness and he caught a couple of balls over the middle that were kind of impressive he showed his speed and uh uh i didn't see a lot of rafe vinson this past saturday but two saturdays ago i thought he did a really nice job um in the slot jordan watkins and jalen um uh, knox are, have been out as far as I can tell. At least they were this past Saturday. And I think both of those guys are capable. I have not ever seen Jalen Knox, but I understand he's got plenty of speed. Um, the, the, the running back situation, going back to them, um, I've, I'm particularly impressed with the freshman, Quinshawn Jud, Quinshawn Judkins. Uh, he's not only physical, but he's got good quickness and it looks like he's got some giddy up. Yeah, there was one play where they were running 
I guess, to the north or south end zone where we kind of were. And, and so he was coming head on, and, and uh, he kind of got open and breakaway. I think it was early in the scrimmage, uh, and he, he was able to kind of juke around some guys, but had a good open field presence, which, you know, we didn't hear his name when we talked to some of the running backs a week ago as guys who were getting plays. We heard the names Bobo Miller and, and Matt Jones, which kind of piqued our interest. But from what I saw of Judkins, he he's a, a young guy, but he's contributing well, and Kiffin is very high on him in terms of, how they've come in and, and taken to things and kind of approaching it as if they're a veteran in, in the room already. Another intriguing guy to me is uh, the Auburn transfer, Ladarius Tennyson, doing a good job at Jake Springer's rover position. Uh, he was in on a lot of plays the other day, bre- broke up a pass or two and, and um, hit receivers as soon as they caught the ball. He seems like a sure tackler, kind of a little uh, – fire plug kind of guy five ten or so 210 pounds you know just looks like a really good good football player yeah you know we were all kind of maybe because he's the oxford kid coming home but we all kind of focused on jj pegues coming over from auburn but his you know tennyson is, is, has impressed and impressed every other defensive player that we've asked you know you know you ask that question who's kind of sticking out to you standing out and Tennyson has been a name that A.J. Finley and, and others recent some others have said to us that that is impressed and he's he's showing that or kind of you know walking the walk that others are talking for him and you know they need that they need that presence in that secondary just that's the kind of area they need to beef up depth and, and Tennyson I think is going to be one of those guys to do that. You know you would assume that DeAndre Prince and, and Miles Battle will be the starting corners um, and that is just an assumption because I, I really don't know but uh I think Davis and Igby Noson, the freshman, is starting to make a move, and Markevious Brown as well. I think right now, if they had to pick, those would be the the top four. Um, and maybe Breedlove is the fifth guy. What's, what's your take on that group? Uh, I'd have to, to kind of concur with you. And I know uh, Davis and uh, Igby Noson, I'm going to mispronounce that kid's name until I get it right, but he is another one that Kiffin is very high on it kind of when we asked about judkins he lumped him in with judkins as a kid he's impressed with but i feel like it's miles battle and princes to kind of you know to lose uh in those in their spots just because of the veteran presence but you know these young guys uh or new guys i should say not young but they're they're kind of come in and kind of that's kind of a competition that's kind of under the radar i think in my you know opinion at least in the spring because like i said we're all just kind of throwing you know, stuff to the wall to see what sticks in terms of guessing on a depth chart since we don't get one here in the spring. But I think that that is a very close race just for who may get starts in the ones or who even may even be the twos behind them. Good stuff. Uh, you know, the Ole Miss just signed a kicker, uh, Jonathan Cruz and Caden Costa, of course, have been out. I mean, what would the kicking game look like? I mean, I know nobody's really talked about that. Uh, you know, I, I feel like you don't go after a kicker in the spring, you know, you know, while you're in the middle of spring, unless you feel like you need one. And obviously they need one with Costa's kind of uh, status uncertain. I haven't really seen him out there. That I mean, I, I've missed him just in early pregame, you know, kicking drills before they scrimmage. But, you know, I think that's kind of – I think they're expecting him to come in and, and create a competition. Now, Kale Nation missed – I don't know how far of it was because we were kind of at ground level, not even with him. But he missed a semi-long – to short kick and then made some short range kicks. But, uh, you know, I feel like you don't go get that kid unless you need one or need a new starter because Costa's 
not going to be there. And, it, you know, the more we don't hear anything and it's just kind of radio silence, I feel like Costa's, at least this fall, his status is going to be, you know, a no-go at least early unless something changes here late in the spring or, the, you know, in the summer with his with his appeal. You know, and they haven't done any live kickoffs or punting, uh, but basically what I've seen is that the uh, the junior from uh, Australia – uh, Fraser Mason is probably going to be the punter. He seems to have the strongest, more consistent leg of the of the punters. But I've only seen two punters out there. Another one is Aubrey Bishop, who's also a place kicker. So um, it looks like unless they bring somebody else in, that Fraser Mason from Australia is going to be the punter. And he hadn't had he doesn't have a super strong leg. But he's got a really good hang time when he hits it right, and he's in the 42 to 45-yard range, so it's plenty good enough. Yeah, no, you know, that, that's you just need somebody to kind of flip the field, and he feels like, looks like at least now that that's somebody that they have trust in doing. But, of course, you know, they could get a kid in the portal out of nowhere, or, you know, late in the summer right before fall campus. Kiffin snagged some guys that way last year that, that were contributors. But I think the kicking game, at least punting, the Mason is, is your guy. And then we'll, you know, when it comes to place kicking, we'll just kind of see how it shakes out. But I feel like that Cruz kid is at least a strong contender to be a starter if Costa's status continues to be the way it is. Jake, thanks for your time, my friend. We appreciate you. Thanks. And see you out there again. Thanks, Chuck. I'll talk to you all later. Thanks for having okay, me on. Okay, buddy. You can follow Jake at Jake Thompson on three, and he'll do the, the Twitter work there. And then, of course, he'll have all the stories and things and his recaps on whether it is uh, football, baseball, uh, other sports as well. What all do you use Jake for? Everything. <laughs> Jake does it all, uh, except job. recruiting. He don't, we don't we don't ask Jake to do recruiting. Ben Garrett and Zach Berry handle that and do a great job with it. Excellent. All right. How the old message boards been lately? Hmm? Been nasty. <laughs> little little nasty about, about baseball. About a little bit of everything. Huh? Yeah. No, right. just baseball. <laughs> Coming up next, we'll finish it up. We'll look at the uh, recruiting segment. The red and blue chips, plus the good, bad, and ugly. I think we know what we'll hear there. Let's come back and finish up the show next. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Time to conclude another version of the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. And as we do so, we have the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics since 1976. They've been around, so check them out. Oxford, South Tillow, South Haven, Corinth, Collierville, Go Orthodontics. What do we got, Chuck? Well, you know, we just talked about uh, Charlotte record place kicker Jonathan Cruz transferring to Ole Miss. He's got a 71.9% field goal percentage, and he's got one year left, which kind of coincides with Caden Costa's suspension. We don't think Caden's going to get declared eligible. That that suspension is going to hold for a year, it looks like. A couple of visits, 2023 four-star defensive lineman Jamarius Brown out of Moss Point. Visit this week. He's already visited Bama, Auburn, and Florida. 2023 four-star tight end Jackson Bowers, a 6'5", 225-pounder out of Arizona, spent last Thursday on campus watching the Ole Miss practice. He's a major tight end target. Uh, Originally, Mississippi wide receiver Aiden Williams visited Ole Miss over the weekend, top receiver in the state of Mississippi. Ole Miss leads MSU, Tennessee, and LSU. Um, five-star 2024 athlete K.J. Bolden out of Buford, Georgia, visited Ole Miss over the weekend. And 2023 four-star Bryson Sanders will take an official visit next weekend. He was in town this past weekend as well. In the basketball portal, there's two players that uh, we are hearing a little bit about. Louisiana Tech center Kenneth Lofton has been contacted by Ole Miss. He's working out for the NBA draft, but the Rebels and a host of other schools are in line if he doesn't go pro. He averaged 16.5 points and 10.5 rebounds last season for La Tech. Is that the, is that the big guy that we actually played He's a in man. the NIT? He's a man, I'm telling right? you. Yep, big in dude. the NIT, big, big, big oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. All the way around. Yeah. Big dude. Okay. Indiana State combo dude. guard Tyreek Key plans to visit Ole Miss on April 24th through the 26th. He's also talking to Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Texas Tech. 
He missed last season due to a shoulder injury, but he averaged 17.5 points in 2021, three-point percentage of 37, free-throw percentage of 80. So, good shooter, which we certainly need. (laughs) In fact, truth. And so yeah. there you go with uh, the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics. And so, Mr. Rhino, if you'll start playing that music back behind us, time for the good, the bad, and the ugly, sponsored by Big Delta Power Sports. Well, guys, basically I could have just copied and pasted this good, bad, and ugly from after the sweep by Tennessee of our <laughs> baseball team. But the good, I've, I've now seen three scrimmages of spring football, and i got to say I have a good feeling about this team. I certainly am no judge of talent and scheme, but what defensive coordinator Chris Partridge is doing on defense with a lot of multiple looks and play calls, looks like he's getting everyone in the top 25 or so involved, developing some ownership, and they seem to really enjoy the aggressive aggressive downhill style of play. I hope they stick with this strategy. On offense, the tempo is blistering. The revamped offensive line appears to be holding up okay for the most part as they learn their new roles. And the skill players look competent to me. The really good thing is that with the exception of two or three positions, it looks like there's a real competition for playing time across the board, which will make everybody better. I don't really see many issues because I know this is not a finished product and this is this offense is in the early stages of development, and that's the only thing to me that's holding them back from being as good as the defense is at this point because defense is always easier to learn. Well, this is a combination bad and ugly. i got to say that I didn't think this was a top-ranked baseball team back when they were declared number one in the nation for two weeks, but damn, I didn't think they'd be four and eight after four SEC series either. There's nothing really they're doing well as a team. Their pitching is getting roughed up. Their hitting is sporadic, and their fielding percentage is as bad as I've seen in Coach Mike Bianco's 21 years. Here's hoping things turn around quickly, but here's one pundit who's starting to doubt their ability to turn it in conference play because they're a team that looks like they've lost their stinger. They've lost their swagger. They've lost their confidence, and that is as crippling as anything in sports. Hopefully they can get it back because I'm certainly pulling for them. Can I get a, a, a quick good is to see? I, I know this is your baby. I'm going to stick. No. Good to see you two again and do another show. The bad is the heat in this studio, and the ugly is it looks like if you look at my gray shirt, I've lost three pounds through the middle of this <laughs> with sweat. Good gracious. Oh, Lord, I'm not that hot. You're, you got on long sleeves. I'm dying <laughs> over here. <laughs> What's going on? Um, well, me and you are fat boys. That's right. right there. You ran. Look, you. You've been talking about your feet, yet you ran a race this weekend, Gordon. Had to get a cortisone shot to do it. Well, but you pulled it I off. I did. I was. Out, I ran, walked it. I'm not going to be deceived. I don't I care. I was out there. I don't care. Anybody that tries to run well, races, they put my heart monitor in two months ago. They told me I had to lay off, and that's the first thing I've done. You're hey, you're a big walker guy, right? Yeah, I walk a lot. But let me tell you something. If you ever see me running. There's somebody behind me with a gun or a bear, okay? That's what I would say. I've only got to outrun one person, too. And I hope I'm in it's a like group. like Gatlinburg or something. <laughs> I hope I'm in a group of people if i got to run. And I could just find one person slower than me along the way. Yeah. That's all that I have. All right, good stuff 
friends. We appreciate all of it. Remember that text message line at 662-426-1093. We'll do a show again next week. We hope to have a couple more good guests for you and talk all about Ole Miss sports as best we can for you. We thank Cannon Motors and everybody else that we've talked about along the way for helping make this show go around. Rhino back in the studio. Guys, have a good week. Thank you, my friend. You too. I'm going to run some. You need to. Hotty toddy, Rebel Nation. We'll be back next week. So long.